Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, where we discuss all sorts of things Germanic heathenry related. My name is Jesse. I am your host. Let's get into it. Yalvatir Workshop is dedicated to the old ways, offering a wide selection of animist ritual supplies, divination tools, altar goods, and home decor, including premium reindeer hides imported from traditional herders in northern Finland. Whether you're just starting your spiritual journey or looking to expand your collection with a custom drum, we have everything you need. Visit our online store at Yalvatir.com and discover the beauty of mountain spirit. Hello. Hello and good evening, everyone. Random stream out of nowhere, Michael Thacker. Yeah, I'm going to explain kind of what's going on here in just a moment. Um, Let some more folks across the world uh, get notified of this. Hopefully, again, this was not planned. This was not scheduled. You guys didn't know about this in advance. Uh, But thank you to Michael Thacker, Dragon Dancer, and Zach on YouTube for First of all, uh, coming by and, and, and catching this live stream. I'm glad that the notifications worked and that you got that that little uh, heads up that YouTube puts out here. But um, <clears throat> so, yeah, this is obviously, you know, a very impromptu thing. So the reason why um, 
Bradley, real, actually, real quick before I give you the reason why, um, wherever you're watching this, if you're watching this on Facebook, um, hail and hello to you. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and do a quick share um, of this video, please, if you don't mind. If you have social media platforms of your, um, you know, of your own, your personal profiles, go ahead and give this video a quick share. Um, and you, you know, if you got groups or anything that you want to share it to as well, um, because this is going to be this week's random heathen ramblings podcast episode we're going to be taking um live comments that come through here um post them up on the screen so um this is going to be an interesting change of pace for this week um i'm going to explain why here uh in just a minute so hail and welcome to you all my name is jesse this is uh, a random heathen ramblings live stream for the random heathen ramblings podcast which i uh religiously and regularly post content on every week, every Thursday mornings. If you guys have been following my my socials for any length of time, the, the podcast has been aired airing on Thursday mornings um, for years now. This is season five. Um, give this video a like, share, do all the fun things. You know, just let the algorithm know that, you know, it needs to kick it out to some more people. Don't know exactly how long we'll be streaming for. Um, but so why am I doing this live stream today for this week's podcast? I know a lot of folks watch or listen to my podcast on Spotify and all the other audio platforms. Um, but the video version of the podcast is only for the um, Patreon supporters. So if you're a Patreon supporter, I know Michael is. Um, and anyone else on Facebook, what's up, Amelia? Amelia was just a guest on last week's episode. She is the Gidia or the River Pine Kindred there in Texarkana, Texas. So, hail and welcome to you, Amelia. Thanks for stopping by and watching. Um, <clears throat> but so why am I doing this right now on a Monday um, or, you know, in, in, in video format? Um, we're still going to get the audio uh, for this out on the uh Spotify platforms and everything. So this will be the the episode for this week. Um, but the reason why we're doing it live here right now is because the guest that I had scheduled to speak with today, um, I, I mean, I we 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 had it planned, um, you know, months ago for him to come on here. We've been in contact back and forth via email for weeks. I sent an email earlier last week um just saying hey just making sure we're still on uh even sent the thumbnail uh for the for the podcast to them and and asked you know hey is this okay they responded back with some feedback some like spelling errors or whatever right got that approved said all right good we'll see you monday yep we'll see you monday sent another email uh earlier this afternoon and said hey here's your Here's your link to join. See you at X time, right? Um, X time comes around, and I'm sitting here uh, with you know my thumbs up my rear, um, kind of waiting. Sent a couple of emails saying, "Hey, I'm here, ready when you are." Uh, sat and waited for 30 minutes, and nothing. Now listen, I understand right how things go. Um, you you know life happens things come up you know you can't always plan uh for things to happen when they do right so i understand that there could have been 
a occurrence of you know something could have happened to have prevented my guest from coming on the show today and i hope that it wasn't anything serious and i hope that it was something that required their attention you know elsewhere um nothing serious of course i wouldn't want you know any ill or anything to come on anyone but uh it, it definitely is um you know, I, I, I plan my schedule around when my guests come up here, right? Um, what's up, Adam Cage? Hope you're having a great night. Hope you are too, buddy. Nice to see you here. Thank you for tuning in. Again, guys and gals out here, just uh, if you don't mind, please share this video uh, wherever you're watching from. Uh, get some more folks to come on here because this is the podcast episode for this week. We're going to be taking live chat comments, questions, things that you might have on your mind that you'd like for me to ramble on a bit about. Um but yeah, you know, going back to the whole thing, um, you know, hopefully it, it's it's nothing serious, and I, and I like to think that whatever it is, is is more important than coming on the podcast. But just to put it out here, you know, I plan my life and, and I, I schedule things around my life for guests that come on this show. And if much like when I do my once a month, you know, uh, virtual hangouts with my scald tier and above patrons on Patreon, much like that, if if you're pledging your support at that level, then I am obligated to be there when I say I'm going to be there. And if you're a guest on the show and you've, um, you know, scheduled yourself to be on here, what's up, Chris Martino? Good evening and hail to you. Thank you for joining. If you're scheduled to be here, then you are then obligated to be on time. Um, and I get, again, I gave like a 30 minute grace period and waited and sent a couple of emails to my, to my guests this week. And I never heard anything. So again, I, I have to assume that there was something of a more pressing nature to come up that, you know, they, they were not able to, um, you know, uh, respond back in an email. But it does, it did present a challenge to me because it's not like, well, let's just do it tomorrow or Wednesday or whatever. I'm like, I got a life and I got things that um, happen. And right. And when I, when I s schedule stuff with people, it, it's, it's on a specific day that works for me, works for them. And, you know, that's up. That, that that's all i gotta say so what's up john decent good evening man hope all is well hate to hear that it was a cancel uh i'm not canceling it like indefinitely i just you know want to put that out here um again not, not not to bear any ill will towards anyone without knowing the full context of things um i i, I got the i got the impression that that this guest was very excited to come on the show this week um because people are so excited to come on the show, however, I, I do have a very long, uh, you know, uh, I'm booked out into April, into the middle of April now. Um, so, it, it, you know, I'm like, I want you to be here, right? I want you to come on the show. Um, I just, I can't sit here all night, with, you know, with my thumbs up my butt, um, waiting and, and not knowing if you're going to come here. So I need to make good use of the time that I have and I thought, well, I don't have any other guests that I can just impromptu, you know, you know, an impromptu like, hey, you want to come on and, and talk about whatever and not have anything really planned for. So I thought, well, what's the best use of my time? Let's put some feelers out here into the interwebs, um, go live for a little while and see what folks have to say on this random Monday evening um, across two, three platforms. Well, across two platforms and. Uh, you know, a few different profiles here. We've got uh, about 14 people watching live. Um, 
Hail, uh, hail and hello to their uh, Jason. Um, what does it say? The baby heathen is here. Well, hail and hello to you, Jason. Um, thank you for joining. Uh, as a reminder or as a kind of a recap, um, the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast for this week that usually airs on, on Thursday mornings across Spotify and, and all the other audio platforms, um, this is what the podcast will be, right? So it's going to sound very, very rambly, <laughs> um, much like a live stream tends to be. So for those folks that usually don't get a chance to see the video format of the podcast because it's on Patreon now, um, you got to become a patron on Patreon, which, you know, by the way, um, if you do become a patron on Patreon, uh, you can follow me there for free. Uh, but if you want to watch the video versions of the show, you, you need to pledge just a dollar. Okay. And the dollar gets you access to current videos that have been posted and all of my, all of my, uh, you know, video content in the podcast forms. So if you don't want to, you know, continue that every month, $1 a month is all it takes. Um, but if you want to just, you know, pledge your dollar, get your access, watch a bunch of videos and then not continue anymore, that's totally fine. Um, but a dollar a month is all it takes for you to keep uh, access to be able to see the videos that uh, versions of the podcast. OK, normally every week they are aired on Spotify and everywhere else in audio format only. This will be aired on Spotify and everything uh, in its audio format. Um, so for those that are listening, when this comes out on Thursday this week, you know, it'll be like, who's he, who's he talking to? Well, this is a live stream. We are live on YouTube and Facebook. So if you want to watch the recap of everything, um, you can either go to the Midgard Musings YouTube channel because it'll be up there, um, or you can watch it on Patreon. Uh, will there be live streams? Uh, will this be live streamed, uh, saved on YouTube? Yeah, Michael. Um, I don't take down the live streams, you know, um, when they go up. So like I said, this one will be kept on the channel for indefinitely, right? I'm not going to just take it down after after tonight's broadcast. Um, Adam says, if you ever want to do a podcast about the coming of age ritual we did at Shadowmoot last year, let me know what you want to know, and we will get it done. Adam, that is a that is a great um, offer for you. I mean, I, I never would have thought to have asked you for that because being a part of it at shadow moot last year was uh was something very special um but if you ever want to if you want to you know talk about it um again like i said i'm booked out into april um so you can shoot me an email the uh, email address is uh, midgardmusingstn at gmail.com i'd like to keep everything podcast related to email rather than private messages on you know, the various social platforms that I'm on. It's just easier for me to keep track of of things. I can put it on my calendar. I have a paper trail, as it were, to go back on. Um, but yeah, I would love to, if you're comfortable with um, talking about it, we can we can rap about, you know, what we go over, what we talk about, what we don't talk about, et cetera, things like that. Um, so yeah, I would definitely love to recap that with you, sir. Thank you. Hello, Leon uh, has a question. He says, what does it mean when a rune appears in a dream? Great question. Um, so for me, 
I've had uh, I've had some experiences, you know, um, in my practices over the years where runes have appeared in dreams to me in different contexts, um, or they've appeared in a sort of like not necessarily a dream state, but I was definitely like asleep, and then I was woken from my sleep, uh, and and runes or a rune was was present okay so i always like to take the context of the dream or 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 what was happening what was going on in the dream if you can talk with somebody who is a dream interpreter or has the the skill set to kind of do a deep dive into the dream itself i would definitely suggest going down that road too because dreams can mean different things you know and they can having an outside perspective, having a, you know, kind of like a third party perspective on things can maybe shed some light on, on the dream uh, for you that, you know, you, you may have overlooked or, or again, gives it a different perspective. Um, and I'm talking down to like some of the, and, and every dream, uh, per, you know, every, every dream that's interpreted, you know, I'm sure if you were to get um, several people who that is their area of expertise, uh, if you were to give, you know, a, a group of those type of people, the same dream to interpret, you might get some uh, similar, you know, re responses, similar things that they, that they kind of deduce. Um, and you'll also probably get individual things or feedback from those dream interpreters that um, are unique to, to, to what that to that person sees. Um, so, like for example, I, I did a podcast with uh, with a guy one time. His name is Benjamin Davidson, um, and on his YouTube channel, he is he's referred to as Benjamin the Dream Wizard Davidson. He's done several books. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, I've had him as a guest on my show before. We've he's had me as a guest on his, and I've given him a dream to interpret. You know, um, and one of which was. Uh, in, in, involved having a rune appear and it was the urus rune so uh what does the rune mean right what is the meaning of the rune and, and bear in mind right this guy is not a runer he doesn't follow germanic heathenry he doesn't know anything about the runes he just interprets the dreams so he asks certain questions he tries to get as granular as possible and he will give you uh his his interpretation of the dream and it was really insightful to be given that information and to have his insight on it but you know what does the rune mean what was happening in the dream where were you were there any other people there right like there's there's so many different things that can go into uh the dream itself that you would need to pick apart i think before you could answer the question of what does it mean when a rune appears in your dream um so that's my answer to that um Sounds like a kick-ass episode, Aaron. Uh, Adam, yeah, John says that the talking about the, the coming-of-age ritual that I was a part of at Shadowmoot last year. What's up there, Voodoo Viking from Southeast Louisiana? Thank you for tuning in. Again, this is a live stream that will later on be, appear, be this week's episode of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. So it is very random, uh, true to its namesake, because we are taking live comments and questions, you know, things from people. Uh, we got James Robinson. I was asked 
an interesting question by a guy who is just getting into Norse paganism, and I wasn't sure how to answer. He wanted to know how Jormungandr has relevance um, on a globe, as in, does it just wrap the continents or something more complex? Uh, I think maybe the you, know, you read the lore and, and, and hear what is he, how he's described in the lore. He, you know, the, the, he's the Midgard serpent and he encompasses Midgard. Um, Midgard not being, you know, flat or whatever, uh, obviously. So, you know, encompassing the, the, the world, I guess, I guess being a serpent, you know, you could, you could say that he probably is, um, definitely hugging certain areas closer, you know, dips and, and crevices and, uh, stuff like that. So if you, if you want to explore the, the, the visuals of, of what a serpent would be like, um, wrapping itself around a globe, around a, you know, a sphere, uh, you would have to picture the sphere being, you know, having depth, right? Not, not like a flat surface, not like a, like a basketball or something with no texture or depth to it. I'm sure that as a serpent would, uh, wrap around, you know, say a rock that's, that's more round and square or something. I mean, there's going to be parts of the serpent that are dipping into lower areas and higher peaks, etc., etc. So we've got the heathen nerd here. Um, you guys stay tuned for a, a, a guest spot with, with this feller. Uh, he's going to be coming on the podcast soon, uh, relatively soon. So be, be sure to subscribe to his channel. Um, he says that, um, in an era where new heathens love to see signs everywhere, how do you decipher the mundane from the magic when interacting with the divine? That is a that is a great question, um, and I appreciate everyone coming here and asking questions to make this week's podcast such an interesting one. I'm going to try to get through them um, and give good answers as best I can, but also, you know. Uh, with with consideration of everyone's time, right? You're here. You have a question. You want it to be heard. Um, bear with me as I go through and 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 read the comments as we go. Um, but deciphering between you know uh, between what you would call like the mundane versus the magic. I like to also use a term. Um, well, I think mundane and and magic is is probably the best way uh, of, of describing this right here. But I've also looked at, you know, what is profane versus sacred. Um, the idea of what exists in the profane space and then what exists in sacred space. There are barriers. There are separations between the two. And not everything that you see a sign is, is, is a sign or an omen. The signs and the omens and stuff that are, that are captured are, are meant for the individual that, that is uh, receiving them, right? So, like, as an example, right, like, not just... Uh, just because, you know, you've got, you know, a guy sitting by a river and, um, you know, he sees, um, you know, two ravens or, or, or two crows or something fly overhead, right? It doesn't mean that Odin is, is coming to him necessarily. Um, but there might have been something that this man or this person was doing by this river or in the forest or in the mountain or wherever he or she was or wherever this person was. Um, maybe they were doing something of a of a of a ritual to 
connect with the divine, to connect with the sacred, and they were putting forth that magic. You know, they were they were they were executing the action to uh, hopefully get a get a response from from the sacred, from the divine. You know, and so when things like that are happening, and you see this, you know ravens or or, or or any other sort of like animistic response to things i you know is it every single time probably not but maybe in that context it, it was a acknowledgement of sorts um by the gods right it's hard to say you know we, we i don't think we can def i don't think we can put a definitive answer to that but i think in terms of your question how do we decipher the mundane from from the magic i think a quick answer would be is well you know what was what was happening are you just you know walking nearby and there happens to be a, you know a dead deer um and and there are you know corvids and stuff flying around and and that's why they're they're present that could be the the simple mundane reason why they're there it doesn't mean anything magical you know um so probably something worth going more into deep detail deeper detail with but that's my quick response hopefully gave some good answer for you there uh voodoo viking says how much do you think uh the catholics uh how much do you think that the catholics too took i'm assuming you're saying took from the celts and the norse in regards to practice in uh livelihood and religiously religiosity I've always made the joke that Catholics are pagans in denial, because <laughs> if you've ever attended a Catholic mass, which I have, the the methodology is very pagan, right? The everything about the the, the ritual of mass, uh, there, there's nuance to uh, with that to to you know pagan rituals. You know what I mean? Um, I think that. They took a lot because, again, when you look at the structure of their belief, uh, you know, they're, they're real big on saints. Of course, there being a, you know, one supreme God and all that, but they, they, ha they pray to saints and they have various saints for this thing, that or the other to pray to. That sounds eerily familiar to other polytheistic or even henotheistic beliefs where you have specific gods or goddesses to devote a prayer or, or an offering or something to for specific reasons you know you might pray to Freyr for fertility and you know you might bloat to odin for victory in battle and all these various things you know so there's nuance to that and i think you know how much they stole you want to use the term stole um from celts or or from norse from from again from from non-christian belief systems from the from the pagan beliefs of the of of those areas um, I think that there's a lot of nuance to all of that and that there is, uh, shared, shared things. Um, so let me get over to the next. Thank you uh, for commenting that Voodoo Viking. Amelia, I'm just going through comments now, says that, uh, normally when it comes to, to dreams, it is best to write the dream down and take your time to understand the meaning of the interpretation absolutely you can definitely go through your own dream process and and stuff but if you're really wanting to explore some deep dive stuff um again I, i've spoken multiple times with benjamin davidson he is 
he's got a he's got he's got a um a, a more like uh not not a religious approach or a spirit spiritual approach again he's not heathen or pagan or anything like that i believe he's last i checked anyways he was atheist or maybe even agnostic um i don't want to speak out of turn or incorrectly but he's he's unbiased when it comes to things so he, he he's giving a very you know uh, almost like psychological approach to things i believe he has background in psychology too so he is available he will put you uh yeah you know you can get in contact with him and, and and he'll if you want to come on his podcast and and talk through the dream and he'll uh read kind of interpret the dream for you there but i i agree with amelia you know if you can record the dream yourself document it down as much as you can remember that's great hello there to uh Devonshire Heathen, good evening from the United, or good morning, sorry, from the United Kingdom. I know it is morning now. It's very early morning. So, Alan, good morning to you. Um, thank you for commenting. Uh, Jason says, I've had some runes in my dreams, but uh, the thing that is more concerning is this one dream that has occurred to me three times before I dreamt of what I perceived to be Ragnarok. That's a pretty common theme of dreams uh when it comes to um like recurring dreams like I, I i know people i've had some of them myself uh where you it's very apocalyptical very doomsday you know end of the world destruction of the world that sort of thing um so i don't think they're very uncommon they're you know and, and, and being a pagan yourself being a heathen yourself uh, associating that sort of you know apocalyptical event with with ragnarok kind of tracks and makes sense what am i burning leon i'm burning um incense first of all i got a candle uh burning over here and then the incense that i'm burning is a uh uh it's a pine blend uh aroma so that's what you see kind of burning off to the side here um oh my my my, my pouch fell i'm wearing it i don't know i was You'll you'll notice too if you, if you guys are used to watching my uh, my content, I've got these you know arm band braces and stuff on. Def definitely not my normal aesthetic. My wife had gotten me these um, for 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 Yule and and the shirt that I'm wearing, and she's like, I want to do it like you know not like a photo shoot. She's like, I want to see the whole ensemble on you, like dress up for me kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then because it was a podcast recording evening, I'm like, well, I'll just I'll just keep it keep it normal. Hey, we got Scott Shell. Uh, sorry if you guy didn't show. Um, <laughs> Jesse Lame. Well, we make the best of things, right, Scott? I guess uh, time being, uh, you know, precious for us all. I was trying to think of a way to give people something uh, valuable for this week. Um, I thought, well, with you know, I don't know anybody right off the rip that I could reach out to and be like, hey, let's you know, shoot from the hip with this content this week. So we're doing a live stream and answering questions. So thanks for being here uh was michael saying that uh so i've recently met another heathen at one of my job sites what's the best way to see if they are someone worthy tying weird with making sure that they're not folkish um i mean ask i mean i i think honesty and and just and just being you know blunt when it comes to stuff like that i mean if that's not your job if that's not your thing if you don't want to be around or, or, or tie your weird with anybody like that um just flat out ask you know say hey you know i you know i first of all a lot of people wear hammers and stuff and they don't necessarily 
you know, they don't practice. They're, they're, they're not practicing uh, heathens, you know. They wear it as a fashion statement sort of thing. If, as long as you've established that they are heathens, that they are practicing heathens, maybe you've had conversations, talked with them about the gods um, or other similar topics that you can find, uh, you know, kind of common ground with, uh, it might just it might just be the time at that moment to just flat out be like, hey, look, I'm, I you know, I'm not about folkish heathen stuff, and you know, um, all right, you know, what do you think about that? Um, I'm I'm especially I don't know for 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 me, you know, my age, um, I'm I I just want it up front, man. Like, just give it to me straight. Uh, let's not beat around the bush when it comes to stuff like this. And 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 if you know you're talking to people who could potentially you know waste your time because that's not the thing that you want to be involved in then just better get it up you know straight up out of the way i think um emilia says that in the mundane settings the the gods leave us messages magic is everywhere but not everyone sees those signs in the everyday mundane that's good i like that magic is everywhere you know we live we live in a magical realm. Uh, just, you know, you stop and think about things that are going on, seen and unseen. Um, it's pure magic. Raised in Southern Louisiana Catholicism, Voodoo Viking. With a name like Voodoo Viking, I, I, could, I could see the Voodoo part being, uh, you know, Southern Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Catholic thing kind of is like one of those spicy little additions of life that I wouldn't have called out. But yeah. Uh, he, the nerd, has a question. Said, "What advice do you wish uh, someone gave you when you were new to the path?" Ooh, wow. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I I think that's a great question. I don't. I've actually never been asked that before. So, what advice would I? What did he say? What's the? What advice do I wish I would have gotten from someone when I was new to the path? Hmm. You know, I wish that I would was given more than just the Eddas as 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 a source of of knowledge to go to. You know, um, because that's lore, that's that that's mythology, and and um, yes, there there you know, there's great stuff in the Eddas that you know, like the Havamal, and and um, but but it's so much centralized around the stories and the myths. It it doesn't really cover anything to do with morals ethics worldviews of the teutonic people of germanic people of pre-christian europe you know um you got to think too when the eddas were written um it was during and after the viking or you know right around and during the viking age and so by that point in time you know the the native indigenous heathen beliefs and pagan beliefs had been all but wiped out and replaced with Christianity. So much of all of that stuff that is written in those sources were written by Christians. So you can't help but know that there's bias from the Christian side being imparted into those stories, right? So much of the stories that exist uh, in, in the lore, by the time they were written down, you know, it was several hundred years later than when people were actually actively, openly practicing things so i think i wish that people would have kind of pointed me in a direction of good 
source, you know, good material to, to research, good learning material uh, to, to, to explore beyond the Eddas, stuff to do with, you know, everyday life, the, the worldviews of, of, of these people, knowing the difference between uh, how the various tribes would have, you know, viewed the world. Because, again, you, you know, we, we hear like heathenry as this kind of umbrella term of, well, Norse heathenry. Yeah, Norse meaning like Scandinavian, you know, so you got your Scandinavian model of heathenry. You also got your 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 continental Germanic uh, approach to heathenry, very um, which 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 is where things kind of started in the south, right? You know, Saxony and um, everything that goes back to the Germanic tribes that Tacitus documents and writes down. So, yeah, that would be my answer to that. I wish I got more um, pointed in the direction of, of, of other source material besides just the lore. What's up, John Rechi? Sorry. Um, Halen, welcome to you. This is, again, a live stream that will be published in audio format on the uh, Spotify and all the other audio platforms for the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast this week. It will remain here on YouTube, uh, and it'll go up on Patreon too, guys, so, so don't worry about that. Um, what's up, Patrick Walsh, my brother from another mother out there in misery, Missouri. Um, good to see you here, man. Um, all right, Jason. So uh, I would like to get some Norse tattoos. However, what's your opinion on that regarding what your uh, what you'd recommend and where it would be? So, uh, I mean, go for it, I guess, you know, like... Um, be careful with runes, though. I, I guess would be my only uh, cautionary comment when it comes to that, there, Jason, because a lot of folks like to uh, get runes tattooed on them, and what they'll do is they'll take Elder Futhark runes, try to spell out a modern English word, and then, like one of the one of the most popular ones, I think, is is this image of like a either, the, either a Vagvisir. Or an Aegis Yalmer, one of the Icelandics. That's kind of like what you see behind me. You know, they'll uh, they'll put that, and then they'll spell in Elder Futhark runes, right? Not all who wander are lost. That's a very popular thing, um, and it's a nod to 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 Tolkien. Uh, you know, the, the J.R.R. Tolkien, author of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, um, because there's a there's a line in in the book uh, or in one of the books. Uh, re referring to Aragorn being the heir of the throne of Gondor, and talking about you know not all that uh, all that is gold all that is gold does not glitter, uh, and and I don't remember all the rest, but you know not all who wander are lost, and they'll put it in Elder Fulark runes, um, but it doesn't translate properly. Modern English does not translate correctly with with Elder Fulark runes. Elder Fulark runes were um, traditionally used to write in Proto-Germanic languages, the, the the language that predates even Old Norse, right? So if you're looking to get Norse tattoos and you're looking at any sort of runic inscriptions or runic writing, I would definitely um, pause with that because, it, um, you know, unless you have a good source of knowledge, uh, somebody who is either a runologist or knows the difference between 
when the Elder Futhark runes were used, when the Younger Futhark runes were used, or any other of the Germanic runic letters, right? Whether they're Anglo-Saxon runes, uh, on and on and on. You're wanting to definitely make sure that if you're going to use the runes, that you're using them correctly, especially when you're writing anything out, spelling anything out. You don't, you don't, you don't technically use Elder Futhark runes or even Younger Futhark runes to write in modern English. You would use Old Norse. Uh, if you're going to be writing something in Old Norse or even Old Icelandic, you, you would use the younger Futhark runes because that is the runic alphabet that was used to write in those spoken languages. Anything older than that, like the Proto-Germanic languages, um, you would typically use your uh, elder Futhark runes. All right. Uh, hello, Patrick. Hello, John. Hello, hello, hello. Hail and hello, everyone. What's up? Misty Disler. This is uh, Richard's wife. Richard's uh, wife and congratulations on your newborn child, uh, Misty and, and, and Richard, if you guys are watching still, congratulations and thank you for being here. Uh, guys, please do be sure if you're not, uh, if you don't mind, please, please share the video uh, because as I said earlier and kind of going to repeat throughout the broadcast here, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube um, and this is going to be the content for the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast this week. Uh, due to just a conflict of scheduling or something. I don't know what happened early, but my normal, the, the guests that I was supposed to have this week um, I just didn't show up. And so hopefully everything's okay and we get them on at a later time, maybe in April, because I'm, again, I'm booked out all the way through April. But we're answering questions live here in the comments. Um, so please share the video around. Let's get some, get some good dialogue. Lots of good questions going on here. Uh, James Rob uh, James Robinson yeah runes terrify me because I don't want to 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 use the wrong thing and I don't totally understand them yet um, I think you're in a good space to feel that way especially being as you put it a baby heathen don't feel like you have to rush into runes early on um, I think you have a, a healthy respect okay terrifying you uh, is <laughs> that's a strong term <laughs> but hey if that's how you feel then that's how you feel uh being cautious of using runes is is good for you early on um if they call to you if they if it's you know there's something that you feel drawn to that you want to explore um you know scott shell was here earlier in the in the comments uh he's definitely somebody if you want to he's got a youtube channel um uh Scott, if you're watching, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. But anyway, he's on YouTube. He's also got uh, a daily Havamal page. So he's a good source to go to when it comes to learning uh, more about the runes and in, in, in their application, right, where they've appeared in, in certain rune stones and, and how to pronounce them and, and so on and so forth. Um, you can always hit me up. You can email me, MidgardMusingsTN at gmail.com. Follow me on my socials, you know, the Midgard Musings page, the YouTube channel. Um, you can always shoot me a message there if you have any questions about things. I'll, I'll do my best to, to get you the best answer I possibly can. Um, but, yeah, good on you for being cautious about it. Uh, Sagas of the Icelanders is a good book, uh, says Voodoo Viking. Uh, the complete set is even better. However, it's like $400. There's a lot of sagas, guys. There's like, what, 700-some-odd different sagas. Um, the, just the Scandinavian ones, right? 
um, lots of normal everyday livelihood and and ritual in them yeah absolutely um amelia says uh from the river pine kindred says that uh there is several good books on Futhark about spelling words correctly it is also good to get um opinions from someone who is an expert on the Futhark. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I kind of echoing that comment earlier when I said, you know, it, it's good to be cautionary and, and you know, if they terrify you or if you're, you know, I said don't, let it, don't necessarily let it deter you or keep you from pursuing an interest in wanting to learn. Um, but definitely if you're new and early on, uh, kind of like you say, a baby heathen, um, it's best to consult with people who know uh, what they're talking about with that. Um Thank you very much. Uh, Rich is here watching too. All right, cool. M Misty, Misty Disler, uh, and 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 Richard Disler, um, up there in Kentucky, my northern neighbors. Of, I'm down here in Tennessee, but I'm 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 definitely not a southerner. But you're north of me, so you're the northerner right now, uh, respectively speaking. <laughs> so nice to see you guys here in the in the comments. Uh, Patrick Walsh says. So my question, brother, is, um, have you done? any cold plunges since the last day that we did it i have not been down back in the river um so for those of you watching or listening don't know what we're talking about um myself patrick and some other close friends and and, and kinsmen of ours uh we were all charged with a, a challenge nine days leading up to to yule the historical heathen yule to to do a, a cold plunge every day for nine days um, for as long as you could stand it, but, you know, trying to get up to about three minutes, it, it could be, you know, a cold shower, an ice bath. We ended up getting sub-zero temperatures, freezing temperatures, and like six to seven inches of snow here in my part of the country, as well as other parts of the country where other of our brethren were and are. Um, so there was snow on the ground. We did, you know, se several of us did snow baths. Um, I have not done another one uh, since then, brother, because mainly, again, the last day ended on the first night of Yule. And then everything leading after that, uh, I had to prepare our space, our grounds, our home for our Yule Bloat, right? We had guests over and everything like that. So today is Monday, and I went back, uh, you know, walked out here to, to see what the river looks like. And with all this rain and the snow melting off, anything that we got. It is a it is a raging river down there, the Stones River here. So I haven't gone back down to the river since then, um, and I haven't done another cold shower. But I I have considered um, continuing on in that endeavor and making cold plunges or cold showers or cold water exposure, kind of a regular part of my health and well-being uh, repertoire. All right, Michael Thacker's next in the queue. Uh, which songs would you recommend? Saga, sorry, which which sagas would you would you recommend to read first uh, to develop worldviews and sense of ritual preparation? Mm. First one that comes to mind is the saga of Egil Skallagrimson. Um, that's a good one because it talks about you know the the use of runes in magical senses and, and, and Egil was a, he was a runer. I mean, he was a, he was a, a rune master. Erilas, he, you know, Vitki, whatever you want to call him. 
He was known for his efficiency, proficiency with the runes. Um, but outside of that, like if you want to look at like uh, sources for you know good information on like um, worldview type stuff, culture of the Teutons uh, by Wilhelm Gronbeck is a good good source. Both volumes one and two. Um, I have a, a a reading list which after this broadcast I will put in the comments section. And for those that are going to be listening to this podcast after the fact. I will um, share some like recommended readings that goes into cultural type stuff, right? Worldviews, um, how the Germanic people in, in the Norse would have viewed things like death, the afterlife, um, their 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 concepts of what is holy, um, other things along those along those lines. I will come back to this, um, Michael, with uh, with a kind of a a list, a recommended reading list that I uh, would, would, would share with people. Um, but to start with, yeah, Egil Scala Grimson, uh, the saga of Egil Scala Grimson is a good one. Hello, yep, the Voodoo Viking is welcoming Patrick there. Um, get, getting caught up on some more comments here, so forgive me, guys. But Scott Shell says, yes, runes are way more nuanced and complicated than they appear. Also, divination should be the last thing you do with the runes you need to know them and create relationships with them first 100 agree you need to know you know it, it's even it's even recited in the hovamon right uh do you know how to carve do you know how to paint do you know how to bless do you know how to send do you know how to do all these things uh with the runes do you know how to do this with them do you know how to do that do that with them um there's also in the saga of Egil scala grimson uh, there is a uh, kind of a famous famous line, and if I can find it, maybe I think I may have seen it appear recently. So as you guys are bearing with me, I'm gonna filibuster a little bit and try to find the thing that I was saying. People are probably gonna beat me to it in the comments. Uh, oh man, let's see here. Um, but it's basically how do I find this now. This is all right. Quick, quick thinks, Jesse. Quick thinks. Um, but it's basically, uh, you know, the, the, the stanza says is, you know, you, you, you should not paint runes <laughs> unless you you know what you're doing um, I'm gonna come up with it I know this is a bad filibuster right now uh, probably not gonna find it anytime soon hmm Yeah, probably not going to find it. Uh, well, you know what? Let's see what we can do here. Uh... Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the one. Hold on a second, y'all. Hold on to your horses. Hold on to your lug nuts. Uh... Yeah, so in in Egil's saga, you know, he's he meets a farmer who has a daughter. She gets sick. Uh, come to find out that there's been runes painted on a whalebone that were painted wrong, so the runes were were used incorrectly. Um, and Egil has to fix it. All right. So one of the things that he says is, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a student of Old Norse. I've, I've listened. I've, I've, I've done my best to try to say it uh, the best way possible. But uh, it says, or he says, Skalat mother runarista nema roda velkuni, dot vezir morgamani esof mirkvan stavvilisk, which is to say that you let me get the english translation here if i can find it you ought not to carve runes unless you do them well uh it happens to many carvers that they make an error all right so now that i did all of that in the last few minutes um wish i had that on the cuff ready to go just fired off on the hip um so, so so there you go um let me get caught up on some of the comments here uh this is great says J- uh jason shared the live thank you so much for sharing uh, not everyone can or even should be a rune master it's not for everyone says scott scott of all people know and yeah i i 100 echo the sentiment scott uh kentucky women are hot voodoo biking all right well you heard it here first, probably not last. Uh, Patrick says, thank you for answering. I'm thinking of uh, reintroducing myself from time to time. It's so good uh, talking about cold plunges. Uh, live streaming, guys, random ramblings, random heathen ramblings. I mean, we are we are uh, capturing the epitome of, of random ramblings for sure. Uh, you couldn't pay me to do a cold plunge. I bet you, John, you're in Florida too, right? Um, you, you got that Southern Florida blood pumping through your veins, so it, it would be a shock for sure. <laughs> but let me tell you what. Here's the interesting thing about it, um, and you're in Voodoo Viking Louisiana land there. You, you agree. Um, hello there, Sh- Sh- Shanda. Shanda, uh, a reading list. I will do my best again to go. Well, I won't do my best. I will. Uh, after the live stream is done, and and for those that are listening afterwards, because again, this live is going to be rendered into audio format for Spotify, and everybody gets a chance to listen. I will be providing a uh, my suggested reading list. Okay, don't don't just stop with what I do. Definitely explore more, but I'll be coming back to that. Um, but for all you really deep Southerners, uh, Florida, Louisiana stuff, folks in the Gulf area, um, I'm I'm from New York. Okay. Maybe it's my northern blood, um, but I tell you, getting into cold water is a shock. I was like breathing heavy, uh, you know, just having a hard time with it the first day. By the time the the you know third, fourth, fifth day and beyond came around, I was like just chilling in that water, 
and finding my little happy place and just enjoying it. Like, yes, it's cold. Yes, it's a shock. But after the first few seconds, um, you'd be amazed at how resilient we are as people. Um, and, and with the right train, you know, training with the right, uh, going on, you know, repetitiveness of it, it's definitely beneficial. Uh, Patrick says, I'll be getting ready for bed soon, but, uh, wanted to make sure I stopped by brother. Hope the podcast gave great and everyone, uh, goes great and hope everyone has a great night and stays frosty. Absolutely. Brother, you too. Thank you so much. Uh, Voodoo Viking says, stay frosty, Patrick. Uh, Hrothgar Skup, responding to Michael Thacker. Um, Ayaboga Saga has some stuff on Ritual. Um, so does Hawking the Good Saga. Yeah, the Saga of Hawking the Good. Uh, good one there, too. Um, Beowulf is a good one. Thank you for, for, for mentioning Beowulf. There's a lot of uh, important parts of things like Sumble that are laid out in Beowulf. Um, so if you're looking to kind of model your approach to Sumble, Beowulf is a great great saga to, to go off of. Um, Scott says, going to jump over to the Daily Havamal account. Share the stream. Hopefully that'll get you some more views. Yes, guys, thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Scott, as I get caught up on comments. Uh, Scott does have the Daily Havamal page, uh, which I will be linking in the after stream uh, description and podcast show notes for those of you that are listening to this when it airs on the audio waves on on Thursday. Scott has a Facebook page called the Daily Havamal. I know if you go onto Facebook and you search for the Daily Havamal, you'll uh, you'll probably find a bunch. Um, but this is his one right here, um, and I'll be sure to link all that in the description and the show notes for those of you listening and 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 stuff to know which one it is that we're talking about. All right. Great, great dialogue. Thank you all so much uh, as we continue on here. Um, oh, Jason's got to go now, uh, but thanks for having me on and, and definitely be uh, listening to this for, for the info, especially the reading list. Yes, definitely check back uh, in the description after the stream is over. I will be sharing a recommended reading list in the description area. Um, so again, when, when this goes up on the audio waves, for those of you that are listening, uh, just check the show notes for all that. The heathen nerd is firing back, coming back here. It says, with so many heathens uh, turning to social media to find community, do you think you can build Frith uh, online? Or do you think Frith is made uh, into Frith in person? No, I do not think that Frith can be made online. And yes, I think that uh, I believe that Frith has to can only can only happen in person. All right, this is a big thing that I've talked about in the past um, when it comes to the the false sense of community that that social media uh, gives. Um, we are so separated from real connections with people real human connections because of social media it's a double-edged sword it has its it has its benefits it has its uses um obviously you know doing stuff like this um reaching people talking getting dialogue that sort of stuff um, because of social media i've been able to you know 
have uh, have the podcast become what it is and then have guests on and stuff like that. So again, there's benefits and there's good uses for it. Um, that there is absolutely no way that Frith can be established just online. Um, I've known Patrick Walsh, who was here earlier uh, for many, many years. And I, ref I, I would not and I, and I talked to him about this, you know, uh, I would not exchange the title of brother with him until we had gotten the chance to share moments together and, and determine what our obligations to one another was, which is a part of what Frith involves. Uh, Frith has to happen in person. There's things that have to exist and happen in person that establishes the boundaries of Frith and the obligations of Frith and all that. Uh, Wilhelm Gronbeck. Uh, Wilhelm Gronbeck is a great. Uh, he has a lot of great uh, insights on that in his book *Culture of the Teutons*. If you're interested, um, so while online communities, social media forums, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, your sister's ass, the Pony Express, Discord, I don't care. While all of those things can be great for building a you know, connection with people, Frith is not something that can exist online. It has to happen in person. Um, okay, Amelia's got a big, long comment here. I'm not sure. Uh, so there's, there's, some no, there's some numbers notated, but it says, you will find runes, runic letters to read, very good runes, very powerful runes, which Odin painted... And, oh, is this stanza 142 of the Havamal? Yeah. You will find runes, runic letters to read, very great runes, very powerful runes, which Odin painted and which the holy gods made and which Odin carved. And then stanza 143. Odin carved for the gods and Dane for the elves, uh, Dvalin for the dwarves, and Asvith for the giants. I carved some myself. Stanza 144. Do you know how to write them? Do you know how to read them? Do you know? Uh, do you know how to? Do you know how to read them? Do you know how to paint them? Do you know how to test them? Do you know how to ask them? Do you know how to bless them? So on and so forth. Um, there's various things that you should know how to do with the runes, and those are the stanzas. So it starts with 142, 143, 144. Of the Havamal, uh, there's various and numerous translations. I know some people have preferences of whether they like the Bray translation, the uh, uh, the, the Hollander translation, uh, Thornton translation. Jackson Crawford has a translation, right? There's so many different translations out there of the Havamal. But thank you, Amelia, for sharing that. Uh, definitely check that out for for more information on that. It is the Havamal stanzas 142, 43, 44 uh, in that area. No, Frith is not online. In person, they too, Jesse, says uh, Hrothgarskop. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Um, I think I, 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 it's, it's a pretty definitive line that I draw there. Um, you can't have Frith online. It's just not possible. Um, online is ideal for outreach. It does not replace actual human interaction or activity, and you need to establish community 100 percent voodoo viking funny enough amelia who uh, just shared the, the stanzas from the hovamal 
again, she's the Gothi or the uh, uh, River Pine Kindred in Texarkana, Texas. She has a Facebook group called Arklatex, uh, the Arklatex Heathen Community, I think it is. Um, but she was just my guest on the podcast last week. We talked about heathen community and outreach and things like that and how social media, you know, she's over the years been able to leverage and and, and put people in contact with others to find people in their area to connect with at the grassroots level. So, again, it has its benefits. It has its uses and it's good for those things. It does not replace, like you said, um, what actual connection with people can do right uh michael's asking says what kind of uh what kind of preparation should one make before going to a pagan meetup uh, i mean i guess depending on the nature of the meetup some 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 meetups are like potluck style gatherings you know so what'll end up happening is there'll be like a you know, an event made on, on online or something or, or, or people on like an email list will get a notice like, hey, you know, we're gathering together on this day at this time. Please bring a dish, you know. So in terms of preparing <laughs> for a heathen meetup or a pagan meetup, if it's a potluck thing, obviously you would want to prepare a dish, right? Some some sort of contribution to the to the menu. Um. I mean, aside from that, I think, you know, all of the pagan meetups that I go to around here in Tennessee, uh, it's just a bunch of people hanging out, talking. Like, it's not sometimes there's topics of conversation. Sometimes there's topics or areas of focus. Sometimes there's, you know, very specific things that we want to, like, use as a theme for the for the for the meetup. But I mean, if you're if you if you have a vision and you want to have people gathered together for something for something very specific then go into it prepared to deliver and provide those specific things right if you want to have a meetup to you know hear people's opinions on a certain series of stanzas from the Havamal or you know I don't know just whatever right certain stories from the lore then come to that thing prepared to contribute in that way Otherwise, it could just be like, hey, guys, we're hanging out, we're talking, you know, let's grab a coffee, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. It, it can be pretty casual in that sense, right? Uh, the Heathen Nerd is saying uh, you may get some, uh, what does it say? You might get some, sorry, guys. Oh, you might get some mileage out of this one. Snorri versus Saxo. <laughs> uh, apples and oranges? I think because Saxo Grammaticus is, uh, you know, his 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 whole thing was was very different than than Snorri's. Um, so you know, uh, the gods, uh, the names of the gods, I guess, with with Saxo Grammaticus and his history of the Danes and whatnot is 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 focused more on uh, deifying people, right? So like the names of Odin, Freyr, Brabaldur like all the various uh, names of the gods that we read about in like Snorri's Eddas. Um, these are, these are figures in, in Saxo Grammaticus's uh, source material. You know, they, they are royalty. They are people, they are heroes. They are, they're different. 
Uh, so to measure them up or to try to pin them against each other, like verse one versus the other. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really have a an immediate answer for that. That's a good one though. Um, cool on their Facebook page, Voodoo Viking on the Arklatex group. I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> that's an evil question. <laughs> Snorri versus Saxo. Yeah, that's a fun one. Hello there, Norm. Uh, I feel uh, feel energized after a cold plunge. I do too. Um, I, I you know I've gotten told you know I'm, I'm nuts. I'm crazy. What is wrong with you? Uh, the uh, the cold plunge thing. You know, cold water treatment. It does. It it revitalizes you. It energizes you. It's like one of the best things for your body to like put you back into like a uh, a position of focus right um Prothgar is a field that saxo is the danish version of england the saga yeah oh god we got the northwoods kindred tuning in here uh hello i thought i would come in and show support the heathen nerd told me that you were doing a live event well hail to you northwoods kindred you know bodvar uh, i believe the good chieftain slash goli of your kindred up there not sure who's running the channel but it is nice to see you here on the live stream you're featured um here because we're doing a live uh, in lieu of this week's well not in lieu of we're actually going to turn this live stream into the podcast this week my my scheduled guest was uh was absent um we were supposed to have a guest on this week that we were going to be recording tonight couldn't get him to come on and so i thought well what, what how can i best utilize my time uh because i can't just reschedule for a later time or or whatever i'm booked out all the way through april um so if you're if you're coming here and you're and you're commenting um then it is going to be featured on this week's random heathen ramblings podcast all right it's bodvar sweet uh bodvar uh just while we're here and for the listeners and viewers that do get a chance to watch or listen to this later on in the week um, I know we've been in contact over email in the years past. I'd like to reconnect um, and schedule something for you to come on the show here and do an actual recording, not a live stream, but 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 get something uh, planned maybe in April or, or beyond. Um, I'm booked out through April now or into the middle of April and would love to have uh, you come on and record an episode on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Uh, so we'll be in touch. I think I still have your email. Um, but yeah, thank you for, for, for tuning into the live stream and, and coming and saying hi. We're going to be wrapping it up here soon so I can get a chance to get into the post-editing studio for all of you listeners and viewers out there. Uh, Amelia from the River Pine Kindred says, normally uh, meetups will be posted on social media. The host will post it there uh, or post it there. Uh, will be a potluck, drum circle, lecture, and rules, etc. Normally, you have to be mindful of the groups um, having the event or hosting the event. Sorry, some some meetups are laid back where others are uh, uncomfortable because of host rules and the location. Yeah, there's 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 you know there's all kinds of variables and stuff to to consider. Um, if you're the host, you kind of have a little bit of a control over things. Um, if not, then just maybe ask some questions, you know, if it's an online event, uh, post your question into the, uh, to the online 
event link and, and, and the host hopefully will be vigilant enough to, to respond. Um, Booty Viking says, instead of comparing apples to oranges, I always viewed it as uh, which variety of apple do you prefer? Yeah, because, you know, not everybody likes the, you know, Granny Smiths. You know? And people like them other ones. But all right. Um, I think this is great. I think we've got a great... Uh, we got a great video to, to, to release later on in the week and, and, and great information to put out here on our audio platform. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, I think, iHeartRadio. There's like a bunch of others. Like nearly a dozen different platforms. If you're into podcast listening versus watching, you can definitely find me on Spotify and nearly a dozen other platforms. Uh, so that will be airing on Thursday this week. Hello, Kyle. Uh, thanks for the inspiration to start the cold plunge challenge i will be starting mine very soon and look forward to the results well i'm glad that we could be uh inspiring for you and hopefully others to think about it definitely has benefits it's good um if you have you know prior health conditions i know one of the one of the guys uh in our in our tribe our, our gothi as a matter of fact you know um he, you know he's diabetic so you know his feet limbs um toes things like that you have to be careful with He's also uh, has a propensity um, towards uh, seizures. He's on medication for that. So when you put your body into a shock like cold, icy water, um, if you have any pre-existing medical conditions, do your due diligence. Speak with your medical professional. Please do not take what I say or what anybody else says online as the end-all, be-all authority of doing something. Just realize that there are benefits to it. Consult with your medical professional before making a decision should you decide that you want to go in that direction um be cautious take you know do your research make sure that if you have something that could you know cause conflict or uh or, or anything that you're being mindful of that so um that's going to wrap up the live stream it's going to wrap up this week's episode of the random heathen ramblings podcast which so we're, we're kind of doing a two birds with one stone sort of thing here today uh but for all of my listeners that are going to be catching this on uh, Spotify or anywhere else. Um, the live stream was random. We, we had to kind of shoot from the hip and, and make something happen off, on, on, off the cuff. Um, but if you do want to regularly see video content, um, you'll have to become a patron on Patreon, okay? Uh, it is only a dollar a month to do that. So one dollar, you don't have to do it every month if you want to pay a dollar you know, go on a binge marathon of watching all of the videos that are up here on this platform right now, you can definitely do that and then cancel uh, or, or, or stop your pledge every month. But if you do want to continue to watch video podcasts, uh, normally they are only going to be released on, on Patreon. So $1 gets you that access. Um, the link's going to be in the description or in the show notes. Um, but for right now, if you're listening to this, this was a live impromptu stream on YouTube and Facebook had a bunch of great dialogue, had a bunch of great conversations appearing in the comments here. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed it. You can find this on Facebook and YouTube, um, and you can always watch it again there. Um, but for going forward, usually what we're going to be doing is keeping the video versions of the podcast in video format only on Patreon. So if that's something that interests you, uh, head down to the Linktree link that's in the description or show notes and sign up to become a patron on Patreon today. Thank you so much to everybody that's listened, watched, and commented on this live stream, being a part of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast this week. 
apologies for not being able to get our guest on that was scheduled, but hopefully we can reschedule them uh, for a future date uh, looking out into uh, April or beyond, or beyond. I do have other guests lined up. Everything is booked out into the month of April. Um, so hopefully we'll have some more great guests coming on here. And thank you all so much for being here to show your support today uh, and ongoing. If you did like this podcast, be sure to upvote it. You know, give it a like, give it a share, give it a heart react to, you know, whatever the thing that the platform that you're watching this on gives you the chance to do. Um, if you're listening to this when it comes out, then upvote it, do all those things. I uh, greatly appreciate your ongoing and constant support. Thank you all so very much for being here. Till we see each other again in the next episode of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, may the gods continue to notice you and may your ancestors smile upon you. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.